This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, you're listening to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a very, very special bonus show. It's not Monday, but we're still going to be discussing the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom, and I've got some very, 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 very special guests here. Um, I normally say each and every Monday here, but I'm not going to say that. I'll be here with three ITFC aficionados for a sometimes informative but always irreverent hour of football conversation. Let's get the boring stuff out of the way. David Diamond, say hello. Hello. David Diamond's here, but far more excitingly, who should we go to first? <laughs> Across the table from me, <laughs> from the Batcave, the renegade stat man is in the building. Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, listen to his, but he even sounds like Michael Keaton, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I want to say, I'm trying to think about the film now. Um, what, the Tim Burton one? Yeah, well, give me a line that he said. Uh, something granny in yeah, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Batman voice. Um, well, Statman, where do we find you on Twitter? Uh, at ChompX3. And you would say you are the number one statistician guru I am, yeah. in the, the Twitter sphere. There are a few pretenders to the throne, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, um, I'm the saddest of the lot. And just give us a rundown. When, when did you start the, the Ipswich Town supporting? Well, when did I start? Gosh, about 1976, I reckon. 1976. Yeah. And to Statman's right, to my left, the originator of Ipswich Town Football Podcasts, yeah. the yeah. king, where we're, me and Dave are only just pretenders to that. We're just playing at it. We're just we? playing at it. Yeah. From the Naked Football Show, Mr. Graham Blackburn. Say hello, Graham. Hello, all. Happy Christmas. <clears throat> and thanks for the intro. I feel... Uh, Can you utterly, say hello, utterly, my lovelies? Utterly. utterly <laughs> hello, hello, my lovelies. Oh, I love I, it. I can't say that, though, because it's... Uh, it's, it's pertinent to the other show can, can i say i can I, say different things on here can't I, I work in camden every wednesday night right and it's really sad i finish playing i pack my piano up i run to my car and i download your podcast you and sweet guy and it, norm, it normally finishes somewhere around tottenham and then so okay. can you make it about 15 minutes longer i'd love to the trouble is everyone says that but uh if you get someone that doesn't really want to talk. I've said this to David. Just get Dave on every. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. You can have David or you or Chomp, obviously. But um, you, you get someone and you'll say, you, I don't know, you'd be talking about the game and you say, do you think that second goal was offside? Yeah. And they go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And you yeah, oh, dead air, dead air. Um, so, I- so it can be difficult. Also, ironically, on the odd occasion where we win more than one game in a row, which hasn't happened yet, as Stomp, as Chomp will confirm. Stomp, yeah. Chomp, yeah, yeah, Stompy, Chompy will confirm. Um, <laughs> 
if you win more than two or three games in a row, no one knows what to say. It's been great since we've been losing and playing rubbish. <laughs> it's great. You um, know, it makes the podcast I, so much more interesting. It's a little bit like, sorry, sorry, Ben, it's a bit Go like ahead. the Radio Suffolk moaning, isn't it? Yeah. I get in the game, I get in the car after the game and, you know, we, I think when we won the other day and there was like, well, we're still expecting a few calls to come in. There were no calls, no texts <laughs> no. or whatever. <laughs> no. And then yesterday, there was just it like, was the lines were red caught hot. Caught fire, because Graham that would say it trouble. caught fire again, didn't yeah. it, yesterday? Trouble, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Graham, I didn't like the new theme tune at the start of the season, but it's grown on me. Has it? Oh, oh I like the theme tune. What was it? It's the Weebies with a track called Just Blue, which is very apt in more than one Although when you had Daryl on and it was the Miami Vice theme tune, that was the best. Yeah. Oh, was it what they Crockett and Tubbs? Crockett and Tubbs, yeah. How was it? I, I don't know what theme it is. Or what it was yeah, it was yes. Crockett and Tubbs. Um, yeah, Crockett's theme was something. Yeah, um, and to just what, your, yeah. your Ipswich Town support in history, right. Graham, began? Oh, 2004. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's bad. Sorry, 1904. No, uh, my first game when I was taken as a little kid, it was 1962. Wow! Oh, I know. Wow. It was the season after we'd won the championship. A of good course, vintage. And it was the season Jeez. just before we went down. Um, but we beat Sheffield United 1 0. Ted Phillips scored up the church. There you go. It's funny how you remember that, but I can't remember what happened last week. And just plug the show quickly. Where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, at Naked Footy. At Naked Footy. Word. And you can listen live at 6. Uh, I, yeah, ICRFM. It's on live. Um, and, and you can just Google it. And, and sometimes it, yeah. I get a bit grumpy because there's been a couple of weeks where the pod hasn't gone up till the next morning. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's because I've had the audacity to go straight to the pub instead of doing... <laughs> I'll right. try for you, Ben, I'll make a special effort. <laughs> okay. um, so our purpose here is a football season in the Championship is 46 games long. Ipswich have played 23. So this is our mid-season review. So, gentlemen, we cannot hone in too much on yesterday's oh by the way let's just do the timeline it's Tuesday now this show's going out on Friday so if we say yesterday that's the Fulham game so we're not going to completely hammer um, Statman said oh can I just hammer the whole season and yeah you can so what we're going to do we're going to go around the tables on certain subjects so um, David Diamond we'll come to you first um, we're going to go positives first top player though thus far this season without question but Keeper, without question, again, just so consistent, isn't he? And again, I know we're not dwelling on yesterday's game, but great again yesterday. And I dread to think, I think these other guys think, just how many points he's gained for us this season. He's been absolutely magnificent. Albeit yesterday, he wouldn't have gained points. It was just goals. You know, it would have been a far greater goals against Yeah, we could yesterday. have easily lost 5 or 6 <laughs> nil there. He's, he's been absolutely fantastic. And I think... Yeah, you look at teams like, I know he's only playing championship level, but you look at teams like Liverpool, who's to me seems really, really struggling for a decent keeper. Yeah, you won't be surprised if someone like that came in for him. You know, he's been that, to my, to my mind, he's been that good. Renegade Statman? Yeah, it's got to be Bart. I think, you know, if, if, if I had to look at somebody else, I'd probably say Tom Lawrence has kind of grown into, into the season, but I think, you know, Bart's head and shoulders above everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, my biggest fear is that, you know, the displays that we've all seen and, and seen on the, the, the five... Radio, uh, Channel Five football show and stuff like that that mm. other other managers and other clubs are going to see. Where, where Sorry, he... just to say he's been he's been man of the match. You know, on the on the according to the, the you know the forum the the, the uh, website um, eleven games out of twenty three. Where where would he go? Right. Where would he go though? Who would? No, he, he'd be Liverpool. Probably not Liverpool. But he could. Bart could play Premier League, couldn't he? For someone lower lower mid table Premier League, so I'm convinced he's that good. He is, isn't he? I think he is. Man City need a goalie, don't they? Well, yeah. I know, whether he could play that, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure he could. I kind of see, you know, like way. maybe some of the clubs that are, that are in the, the the playoffs or, yeah. or top two or stuff yeah. like that. Um, you know, he's and it's, it's hard. It's hard to to imagine, you know, the one time where you know. Um, 
Mick McCarthy dropped in for Dean Gurk, and then we had <laughs> so the, that man closed his eyes when he said the yeah, words. Yeah, I know. Mick I just suddenly, like, <laughs> Glenn, when, whenever I mentioned we mentioned the pod, we recorded the pod before this, and I Dean Gherkin, Gherkin's name came up, and Ben winced. Yeah. <laughs> so I shifted in my chair. Yeah, there's a few names, but yeah, <clears throat> uh, Graham Mick Blackburn, um, top player this season. Yeah, I should just do what I was going on about when that when guys come in the studio and just say yep I would just go yep <laughs> yeah, yeah I just what? agree with everyone else actually yeah I mean yeah, Bartman head and shoulders brilliant well literally as well physically as well but uh, yeah followed closely by Tom Lawrence isn't it no one going I was going to go Adam Webster no one no one else is well, well I just think he's, he, he was in and out wasn't he early in part of the season and he hasn't played that many games he's still prone to errors but, I like, he, but he's a class act he's another premiership guy I like Webster I think yeah. I, I do like Webster what, what I like about Webster and I've said that on the pod before he just looks a proper footballer, doesn't he? Just he's, the way he delivers the ball, the way all right. Sometimes, he, sometimes his crossfield balls go out and you know don't reach the target. But he just looks to me like a proper footballer. He's quite composed, and I think I think he could probably plays centre midfield. Someone like him, he's got he's that imposing. Well, this is the thought, isn't it? Which one? No doubt we'll yeah, yeah. on to the next subject of worst player and so on. And then you think, <laughs> well, we've got a player there who could step up again, literally oh. step up. Into central midfield, I would have thought. Okay, let's do that. We'll get to that later. Yeah, oh, great, Graham Blackburn, most disappointing player. (laughs) Do you want to all guess? not even worth anyone bar Bart yeah no well apart from that yeah I mean, uh, there are quite Bart, a few oh, can I just say there's a rule on this podcast you're not allowed to criticise Freddie Sears uh, yeah. that's fair that's, enough that's, that's my, fair enough I like Freddie Sears that much chewing over that like anyway three great, goals in a year to carry on with the Sears thing I, I like Freddie Sears he, Graham, he runs about most disappointing player um, Jonathan Douglas by a mile by a mile and, and the thing is you, you, you're going with the internet scapegoat I don't think no, it's as bad I'm as not. people you, you know that you, we've all seen that that video that that girl shot <laughs> that at cameo. Newcastle that cameo video and I thought I watched it and I thought well it is a bit like him but that must be sort of slightly unfair on him but then since then we've done what my mate at the football says we do Douglas watch and you watch him over oh, five... Oh, you just sit and watch him, do you? you some you, people just watch him. I do I'll that give him five skews. minutes at a time and, and you watch him. We said this. He doesn't he does. He's exactly like in that thing. He runs around. He, oh, ball up there. I'll go up there. And then back there. <laughs> sure, he does cover a lot of ground, but he doesn't do anything with the ball. And you, you notice on the odd occasion when the defence and midfield can link up a bit, they're avo- they avoid him. He's never involved in any fast-paced move like that. It's quite, it's quite an odd one, Graham, because he never seems to make a mistake because he never has the ball. Well, no, that's <laughs> what we say. He never gets injured for the same reason. I oh, know. Well, I'm, I'm going to stick up for Douglas because I think, Watch you know, when he, <laughs> when he played for, for Brentford, you know, really attacking team, scored eight goals that season mm. and stuff. And I do believe that a lot of our players, and Mick Mills touched upon it yesterday, that he, he thinks Mick McCarthy is, is too strong for our players. And Mick McCarthy tells them what to do, mm. and, and they do it. And I think that there's quite a few players, Freddie Sears as well, who's... Um, you know they've just been impacted on their development within the team by what Mick wants them to do. Freddie Sears was at right back at one point, and you know David McGoldrick was right back dropping for twenty-five minutes. Yeah, you know. Yesterday. Um, so I think a bit harsh on Jonathan Douglas. Um, I do, would, do you want to give me yours? Stan? Yeah, with, with, without. Uh, well, actually, the, the, there's probably two. One, I, I think that we've got a captain who um, is lucky to even be our captain, let alone in, you know be in the team, let alone be the captain. But I'm going to go for Jonas. Hmm. He's just woeful. Um, <laughs> He, the number of times I watch him and he he hoofs the ball without totally. looking, you know the ball just you know just goes to him. He's throw-ins. Oh my goodness, you know if if, if you ever had you know like a bet, you go on to um, bet three six five or whatever. 
just put every time he takes a long throw that it's going to hit the opposition's head first because it does all <laughs> of the time. Useless. I'd never have him anywhere near our team. Can I just give you one, one question? I just yeah. asked Dave on the pod we just did. If Slavisa Jukanovic had been Jonas Knudsen's manager for two years and Mick McCarthy hadn't, do you think he would be a bit of a different player? I've, I, I wouldn't have signed him. I don't think he would have signed him anyhow. <laughs> let, let, let's be, let's be honest. Yeah, it was. I think Mick thought, well, I, I've done this. You know, we had you know Cresswell who was there before Mick joined, and he went on to West Ham and did well, and then he, he, he plucked Tyrone Mings from obscurity and sells him for eight million. And I think Mick kind of likes that and thinks, right, hang on a minute, let's get an obscure guy over from Denmark or whatever, and let's turn him into you know a six seven million pound player. And he. He's a, he's just a dud, complete dud. Shouldn't be anywhere near the team. Miles Kenlock should be in there every day for me. Um, but saying that again, I don't think that Miles Kenlock or or Jonas are are left backs that we need to to certainly push for the top six. At Chomp X three on Twitter, just to answer him, um, David yeah. Diamond, um, your most disappointing player. I totally agree with Statman. There definitely was going to say Jonas, and I think when. To be fair, when Kenlock has played in place of, of Nudson, he's done really well. Probably marginally, maybe marginally better than when maybe on the other side, Emmanuel has replaced Chambers. I think Kenlock's done quite well. But I think Mick just likes Mick likes him because of his physicality, you know. He's he, he's big, he's quite strong. He's not he's pretty good in the air, but yeah, he shouldn't he shouldn't be I agree with you, he shouldn't be anywhere near our team. I think he suffers a bit because as you as again Statman you know said that he's following on from Cresswell and Mings, which are pretty tough acts to to follow. Yeah, they were outstanding. But yeah, he's he's just he's just a poor player. And he has he, the frustrating thing, and why he is most disappointing, I think the frustrating thing is he sometimes in certain games last year and maybe certain games at the beginning of the year, you think, Yeah, you know, he's improved and he looks like he's gonna get there and he just regresses to being crap again, really. Okay, I, honestly, I, I totally agree with you. Douglas to a point, but uh, yeah, like we said before, Douglas just never has the ball to, to my mind. I just don't really have an opinion on Douglas because he just doesn't do anything. So what have we got? Douglas, Nudson, Nudson. Yeah, comfortably. Um, my, then, ben, what's yours? Well, my wording was most disappointing, not worst. Yeah. Yeah. So my yeah. argument that Cole Skews is the first oh, name nice. on our team sheet every single week... I don't believe that he would be the first name on probably 80% of any other championship team's team sheet. I think his job there is to be a defensive midfielder and midfielders constantly are running past him. His passing is not progressive. And if his job is to be sitting there, he needs to be better defensively. And in terms of disappointing someone who's there every single week, contributes one assist in the past two seasons. In terms of disappointing, okay, look, Douglas isn't very good. Chambers is all at sea over one side. Nudson's crap on the ball, um, et cetera, et cetera. In terms of most disappointing, and I know I hammer in on, on our podcast, I just think if someone's in the team, first name on the team sheet, mixed guy, and you've just seen, I know we're not going to talk about yesterday, I've just seen Stephanie Johansson, Kevin McDonald, and Tom Kearney all comfortable on the ball, moving around, shifting at different types of passes, tackling. I don't know, anyone want to come in on that? Well, I, I, I do, but what I want to say is that, you know, the first name on the team sheet that Mick McCarthy puts down is manager, Mick McCarthy. That's all he's interested <laughs> in, put his name down, <laughs> then he'll point. worry about it. But yeah, skews, I mean, one goal <laughs> in a 148 appearances or whatever like that, um, absolutely terrible. He's, although he's got a slightly better goal scoring record than Laurie Civil, I'd say. But um, <laughs> he was at fault for one of the goals yesterday with a, um, you know, horrendous pass, misplaced pass. He then ran all the way back. And to be fair, you know, I, I'm not quite sure whether that was a free kick that, that Fulham scored from. But, you know, he got back there. But 
that the misplaced pass shouldn't have, shouldn't have happened and mm-hmm. um, allowed them to counter-attack, which they did successfully several times yesterday. Okay, there you have it. Um, we're on to best performance of the season. Now we're scratching. We'll come to you first, Statman, on this one. Um, you've got not a lot to choose from here. Well, I can't choose the, the Barnsley game because famously I was sitting over in, in Mallorca and I always <laughs> like to have a little bet on 4-2 and... Um, in in Spain, oh, you, 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 can't, you, yeah. can't, you can't log on to Labrooks in Spain. You have to no. go on to some Spanish betting website, which I suddenly thought, maybe this is a bit of a scam, so I didn't. And I remember sitting there on the plane on the, the Mallorca airport, and I, I tweeted, you know, um, can't wait to land and see that it was such a 1-4-2 and stuff <laughs> like that. So we landed in, in Luton Airport, and we were driving along the whatever road it is I might have ended up on the M25 God knows where I was going but M1 um, M25 M, yeah, that's well, it yeah it? thank yeah. you you'll be a good sat nav actually um, and so <laughs> what, yes sat nav and um, it's, it's the A505 across the oh you've gone across yeah. Harlow way. every time yeah, uh, always, always go yeah. for the big roads um, you download the Waze app everybody W-A-Z-E yeah. that'll get you where you want to get quick oh okay yeah, so good, I was coming good. back probably you know obviously not using the traffic show yeah the naked traffic show <laughs> not, not, not using Waze app, but I, I, I found my way home, but then I was listening to Radio 5, and they went, and there's been another goal at Portman Road, that was the first thing I'd ever heard, and they went, yes, and Ipswich have wrapped it up now, it's 4-2, and you know, you know, you could hear the, the crowd cheering in the background, and I kind of gripped the steering wheel and just started headbutting it, sort of <laughs> Basil Fawlty style sort of thing. Um, so that was, a, um, so I can't pick that, yeah, so um, QPR. QPR 3-0. Yeah, um, mainly because um, I was like a good goalkeeper clanger. <laughs> Alex uh, Smithies. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, I'll go for that. But you're right, there, there, there's not many. Um, Sheffield Wednesday away, you know, we won that 2-1 from a lucky ricocheted header. You know, Bearer's header was going well wide and, you know, Chambers didn't know much about it. You know, Wigan last week, um, you know, just another papering over the cracks. So I'll go, for, I'll go for QPR. Three goals, a clean sheet. What more could you want? Uh Graham Blackburn, that's what more I could want. And you, you go to most of the away games, yeah? A lot of them, yeah. 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 Um, but when you said best performance, I thought you'd be talking about best performance by a player. You mean by the team? By the, t- by the team. Yeah, so it's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, I can't think further than QPR either. And that wasn't exactly wonderful, was it? What about but Burton Albion? Beat them 2-0. I mean, come on, I know we're <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel. We so that's, just where we're, that's where we're first first at the moment. That just can't Burton get game. roused. First half, yeah. Burton should have been out of sight. Yeah. First half. Yeah. 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 I can't get roused any further than QPR. <laughs> QPR. David Diamond? Do you know what? I'd, I'd have to go back probably, and maybe it was hype because of the game it was. I'd probably say the Norwich game, actually. I thought okay. we really raised one, one the against Norwich. However, when you think back to the Norwich game, Murphy... I've said this before on the pod, I thought at his best ever game in an Ipswich shirt that day. Yeah. Didn't score, but totally dominated the two centre-halves. And um, yeah, I really thought we, we played quite well. And probably, all right, Norwich, oh, very early in the season, as, as, as the season's panned out now, look where Norwich are and what they're doing They had now. a real big game feel as well. But it did it? have a really yeah. big game feel. So maybe I'm a bit cloudy, it was my favourite game. But I thought we played really well that day. But like I said, a lot of that, I think, was down on the data. Murphy, who was brilliant on the day, and of course... His work for for Jonas's goal was you know fantastic yeah, you know really great. strong he was bullying that he was both both centre halves he bullied them all yeah. day him and was it Bennett I think was the other maybe in the other centre half that day um, QPR QPR were poor though but I agree with you funny goalkeeper glitch there but QPR I thought <laughs> were poor. But it's, it's <laughs> but it's tough to think, isn't it? I don't. I know why. I mean, I don't think Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, Derby away. We perhaps got away yeah. with that one. Sheffield Wednesday away. Do we really deserve? We just haven't been 
dominant at all other than you said perhaps the QPR second half but they were QPR well, I think, woeful you know you've probably pick you know if you ask Mick to pick his he'd probably go for Newcastle <laughs> United the, away 3-0 <laughs> yeah. you know just keeping it down to three you know I think he, he felt that we played quite well for 78 minutes of that game yeah we're, so. we're without Skewsy today boys yeah, so yeah, yeah three, um, I'll go for the Barnsley game then because I was really really excited I was driving to some uh, yeah. gig somewhere in the middle of nowhere first game of the season new signing scores a hat-trick in 30 minutes or whatever we're going to we're going to win the league we're going to get promoted all, all the goal scoring problems from last year are gone this is amazing that's how I felt mm. don't tell me you weren't thinking the same thing yeah, well, I, I was know, thinking about whether I was going to get some complimentary peanuts because I was 38,000 <laughs> feet in the air so I don't know but yeah, I was yeah. away as well but then soon after that the wonderful Jonathan Douglas had a goal disallowed against Norwich oh, I can't speak too oh, highly crikey, I forgot about yeah. obviously yeah I forgot about that one the last time he was anywhere near a goal yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, to be honest, I don't. I, Chomp's right. I mean, the, the, the Brentford fans love him, don't they? Yeah. Really? But I think he was just. I mean, why would Brentford sell to a fellow Championship club unless they would, could see that his legs are gone and he's just not doing it anymore? I mean, sometimes that I happens. Think we got but he, well, they didn't sell him. He's out of contract, wasn't he? Sure, we yeah. didn't tell me we didn't well, pay yeah, any money for him, did we? No, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. no, no, no. no okay. Free transfer. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm just looking at this on my running order. This is going to be awful. It says worst performance. David Diamond yesterday. Really? Yeah, honestly. I mean, again, I haven't seen away games, but I thought yesterday maybe clouded a bit by how good Fulham and how strong they were, certainly in in, in midfield, but dreadful yesterday. I mean, Fulham, going into the game, Fulham were like ninth, yeah. um, and for a reason, all right, they'd scored loads of goals, but they conceded nine on 30 goals, so they're ninth for a reason. We don't have a shot on target, Ben. It was, it was I thought, it was a poor off. Yesterday was the worst I've seen for a long, long time, honestly. Graham Blackburn? Yeah. Again, yeah. Are oh, you going for yesterday as well? Yeah, absolutely. I can't think of anything worse. But then again, I can't remember very far back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you said, you know, I was at Wigan last week. Yeah, we won, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad David said yesterday because otherwise I wouldn't have remembered it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here he's in down a pub last night trying to drink, you know, drinking away his uh, his woes. Yeah, That's the problem. Terrible. No, I can't think of a worse game than yesterday. It, it's it, just, do you want to elaborate? Well, it's just like I mean, the, they just were so on top in the middle in the midfield and. Which again, Douglas Goose. I mean, just they were just bypassing them as if they didn't. They exist. just played around them, yeah. Um, and and that's where most of their attacks came from. And the most of the possession was all in the middle. They they seemed very comfortable on the ball, and we didn't. Basically, we just didn't look comfortable at all. I've never seen never seen us look so petrified at home. And then of course mm. the crowd starts turning, and that doesn't help. Either. I think I think you say that petrified. I think some players look, and we've said this before, haven't we? Just look scared to yeah, play. Scared I, don't, to ex- I don't want the ball. You scared have to it. express yeah. themselves. Um, poor Dezel, and we, we we said this on the pod. You know, he looked like a little boy lost. But yeah. there's a player there. There is a player. There. Oh yeah. And in glimpses, even yesterday when he got the ball, and he, he fell. You know, he the, you know he got onto the ball and played yeah. quite crisp passes. Forty think, yeah, yeah. You know, there's yeah, someone. Yeah. Games just passed him by because it's just how this. Yeah, and, and and something else we've said. Some of the players just look like their life's been sucked out of them completely. Yeah. Sears. Yeah. yeah. Renegade Statman, worst performance of the season. Yeah, I mean, yesterday was was <laughs> poor, but I'll go for something different. And I think the worst performance of the season was against bottom of the club, Rotherham. Bottom of the te- uh, table, Rotherham. Which was 2-2, yeah. two, 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 um, That was I'm, the first time the North Stand really turned, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I remember sitting there and, you know, my son's 12 and he said, to be honest with you, I want Rotherham to win now. Yeah. And he whispered it to me and I went, you know what? If it stays like this, 2-1 to Rotherham, then I think that will be it for Mick McCarthy on the basis that, you know, you lose to the you, bottom two. Do you think two. he genuinely would have gone? 
I think so. I mean, you're playing the team that have. That I, don't, I don't know what they they, they've ten, done recently, but ten I think on the trot, wasn't it? The only points they've they've got, I think, is that I the think pointer. they won. Th- yesterday was their like their third game they've won all season. They got like yeah. 13 points, but I think I agree with you. And I've yeah. never seen, I've never been at the ground where McGoldrick scores like a 93rd minute equaliser. And there's just no, barely any clap. Well, there was, no. but you know, a b- polite applause almost. Well, like, you know I, I mean? kind of uh, no relief, no sense of relief. It was, oh no! Glared at my daughter, who's 15. So you know, David McGoldrick scored, and he, he's by far my my, my favourite player. I think he's a, he's a great player. Yeah. And um, normally, if he'd if he'd have done that, I'd have been jumping up and down. But <laughs> me and my son just sat there. And I know you can't really see this; you can't see it at all on a podcast. But you know, me and my son just sat in the chair, <laughs> arms folded, looked at each other like. That is a chance that we've lost here. And my daughter is standing up beside us, jumping around and clapping her hands. <laughs> you and know I'm the like, two guys in the box in the Muppets? You know, yeah, the two right, grumpy yeah. guys. Yeah, Stat- Stat- and Waldorf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Statman and Waldorf. And I think, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think, um, for me, that, that, was, that was very bad. But there's been lots and lots of um, performances this season. I mean, let, let's not forget about, you know, Brentford away, first away match of the, yeah, the, the season. And, um, you know, 2 nil up and, you know, brings Douglas on, I think, to ensure that we don't lose 3-0 I think you know <laughs> I could go on all, go on all season well, um, the, the, even matches that we win but my wife says to me you know she I, I can't tell now you, you get home and I can't tell whether they won or lost and I said what do you mean she said well because you're usually always grumpy and I'm like well yeah we got a 94th minute winner <laughs> but I remember that um, um, Leeds that, or QPR uh, last year was it, was it Reading, oh, Reading yeah. yeah Reading last year Pittman and I, I just looked at that game and I thought, if I was a Redden fan, I'd be absolutely gutted. How on earth have we lost this game? And, and um, Pittman scored that. And for me, I, I've said it on the Naked Footy Show, um, these people say it's all about all about three points. That's what it's what it's all about. And, you know, I kind of worry about their lovemaking skills because, you know, um, <laughs> clearly they haven't heard of anything like foreplay because there's a bit more to it than, than the money shot as such. Bish, bash, bosh. Um, I live in London, so I don't get to all that many games. I'm going to go for the Forest game, just on the basis I showed up. Forest, um, Ipswich presumably been training all week and preparing for this game. Forest scored after 16 seconds. Um, and we went from a 4-4-2 to a 4-3-3. Then after eight minutes, we went to a 4-2-3-1. Um, no one knew what they were doing. Grant Ward was looking over at the touchline. You want me where? You know, A whole load of confusion. It went 2-0 just before half time. And genuinely, and Dave gets pissed off at me, I'm a real buff for team shape. I always sit high up and I want to know what the system is. I'm good at that. I could not tell you what formation we played in the in the second half i it was an absolute mess everyone just kind of clamoring around it was like playground football it was panic that that was the first time i've ever seen it was like panic so you know you say we went out with a formation and we conceded after what was it 15 seconds whatever it was and And after like immediately after like two minutes and again at eight minutes it was like panic and you told me on the podcast the week before oh Forrest will play 3-5-2 with these three centre-halves so he knew exactly what he was playing against so then to change it that was the when i started to get uh, worried. Someone said to me once, if you're on a plane, look at the air stewards and stewardesses. If they look like they're panicking, then you're worried. If they look okay. And when you look down on the touchline and your guy who's managed in the World Cup and managed a thousand games is panicking, it's like, well, he knows more about this than I do and I'm not getting what he's doing here. So that was a bit of a worry. Right, what we're going to do, we're going to shoot round the table now and we're going to get some player grades so we'll go the same order every time so the listeners kind of get the idea so we'll go graham first so just a to e 
player grades for um, for the season so far. Okay, well, going through the whole team. We'll, we'll go through real quick. Don't worry, it's not as laborious as it's going to sound. Are right? You, are you going to read out the team? I'm going to read out the team. No, we want around. you to go through the squad number. I, I, thought, <laughs> I, I, th- I thought Ray Crawford has been doing rather well, especially early on. Um, uh, yeah, right. go, go for it. But are you talking one to ten or eight? Uh, to eight to e. Eight to e. That's a novel way. We just had this conversation a few minutes ago, didn't we, about GCSE? GCSE is just a just A is good and E is bad. A is really good. Did you get E is really bad? (laughs) (laughs) He didn't have such things in such things. (laughs) He lost his he lost his quill. Look, this segment is going to be podcast gold. I promise. (laughs) Right, Graham, are you struggling with the ability to say? Right, Bart. Here we go. Bart B. Yeah, B. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, agree with that. Can we go for like plus or minus? Yeah, I'll yeah, go okay. B plus for Bart. Um, Luke Chambers, Graham. Oh dear. Um, D. D. C minus. Yes, C. Um, Christoph Berra, Graham. C plus. C. Yeah, C plus. Oh, I'm a B for Berra, I think. Literally. Mm. Uh, Jonas Knudsen. You've got B for Berra, B for Bart. You've gone B for all their... Le- you're just picking a name. And so C James, <laughs> obviously. Uh, Wait D for Varney. For um, you are, sorry. <laughs> Wait for Varney, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Jonas Knudsen. Oh, um, C minus. I'm not <laughs> quite as, as negative as Statman is, because I think <laughs> he started off all right. <laughs> Statman? He didn't even sit the exam for me, so he got a fail. A U? Yeah. Okay, yeah. U. F, F plus. Yeah. Dave? No, he's a, he's an E for me. Oh my god. Yeah. I'll go for yeah. I'll go for a summer gram C C minus. Yeah. Uh Adam Webster. Oh right, no, class. Um a B. Yeah, B. I'll go B plus. Webster. Yeah, I'll go I'll go A for Webster, yeah, given that B he's plus. not played this level before in yeah, his yeah. first half of the season. Uh Cole Skews. Ah, uh, no, see I used to think exactly like you. I used to think why on earth is that guy always first on the team sheet? But the last few games, and whether that's because Douglas has been so appalling that he looks good, <laughs> I've actually thought Skews has been doing reasonably well recently. I know what Statman just said about that atrocious pass, but he did try and rectify it. And as you say, I'm not totally convinced it was a foul in the end anyway. But I'll go C-plus for Skews, uh, only Stat- on recent games. Statman, have you opened your beer here? Good, right? I have, yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'll go for a C. Dave? Yeah, I'll go C with Skews, yep. Yeah. Um, I'm a D for Skews, I'm sorry, guys. Right, Jonathan... Douglas. What's that famous brand of glue? The joke was you who. Um, right, Jonathan yeah. Douglas. Uh, I think you're that joke. I'd have it. Sorry. F for fail. I was going to say Prit. Almost right. That's close. That's close. PVA. Sorry, Graham. Yeah, no, I'd have an E minus if you can have such a thing. Statman? I'll go for a C. Uh, who are we talking about? Jonathan Douglas. Um, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a healthy D plus for me, I think. Yeah, I think I'm with a D. Uh, Ted Bishop. Who? Oh, he's awkward, isn't he? Because he's hardly oh. played. and He does Barely. show glimpses, but he's been quite disappointing C. Is that man? C minus. But yeah, he, he hasn't appeared yeah, much. Yeah, me um, with Statman, I'll go C minus. He just hasn't quite... I'll go C because I think he should have been featured more than he has but I don't watch him train and I did see that Instagram thing of him gangstering it up thinking I can see why he doesn't get picked oh was he doing that on Instagram yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kevin Brew Graham oh again you see he hasn't done enough I'm still rating much higher than why he didn't come on yesterday when we're 2-0 down is uh, beyond me because there was no third sub yesterday was there there was no third sub and you had Brew sitting there the front two or three weren't getting the ball anyway and obviously 
Douglas wasn't going to give it to him. So get Brew on. But anyway, we've changed the subject. Oh, see. <laughs> Kevin um, Brew, yeah. Statman. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. He should have been on yesterday. I mean, the crowd were call, calling for him at half time and full time. You could hear all of the brews going out. I was actually going <laughs> brew urns. Um, I'm going to say, um, give him a C. Yeah, it's, it's hard. I think he should have featured a lot more. David Diamond? He's a funny one, Brew, because he just, I think, is a really good footballer in there, but he just hasn't kicked on, has he? He's gone backwards, and, well, not alone with what we mentioned earlier. So, yeah, probably a C. Yeah, so if I gave Bishop a C, Brew has to have a D, doesn't he? Uh, Grant Ward, Graham Blackburn. Again, well, I don't know why he's disappeared off the scene. I mean, no, I like him. Yeah, well, as David said earlier on, when he scored, you know, we thought he was a world beater and that was it. And here, Premiership, here we come. But um, <laughs> he sort of drifted out. And you see, this is, a, again, you see, he's drifted out and, and people like Douglas are still in there. And that's what annoys me. But anyway... <laughs> And let then, it go, then when let he it takes go, it, man. Put that chair down, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it, because he could play in the centre, surely. And also, um, they took him off at Bristol, didn't they? He was playing reasonably well, put Johnny Williams on, but put Johnny Williams on the wing. Which do you, is, Graham, do you agree with Dave's point that um, he comes here with freedom and joy from Tottenham, yeah. plays well for the first few games, and maybe has it sucked out of him? Sucked out of him. Anyway, give, give me a grade for Grant Ward. Oh. C plus. Is that yeah, I was going to go for C plus. Um, you know, the only only player to have come off the bench and scored a hat trick for Ipswich probably earned him a bit of that. But I agree mm. with you, Ben, that you know he's totally different to the player he was when we when he first came here, and you know suddenly he's he's having to put in a shift and he's grinding and he's have to come back and support the defence and stuff like that. And um, I really think that you know if we if we had another manager, I'm sure we'll get onto a, a serious bit of Mick McCarthy bashing. But I do I do think if we <laughs> why if do you we, think you're here, yeah. Stan? <laughs> if, if we did have a if we did have a um, another manager, I think he'd really he'd really excel in our team. How, how old is he? Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty two. Is he? Yeah. yeah twenty two. Twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. Dave. Ditto. Really. What, yeah. what was the grade? Sorry. Um, whatever. C plus. C+. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And whatever Statman said, definitely. Um, I think any midfielder who's got five goals that's pretty good return mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll go B minus just on the goals he's got one assist as well hasn't mm-hmm. he um, so do we think B minus is better than C plus yeah yeah just about just yeah because well, it's B isn't it yeah just a shade yeah just a shade but you think you've got B going down to minus and C plus it's always, always just worried me <laughs> C on the on, <laughs> on the, the upward curve uh, Graham Blackburn Tom Lawrence oh yeah B plus I think you like him Ooh. yeah no, mm, no, yeah, he's been, yeah, he's getting better every game. I well, think three goals, three assists as well, mm. and he he runs at people, which is what we've not got. We, well, the only two other people that can do that are Williams and Bishop, who are both injured. So, yeah, no, you say that though, Graham. Yesterday, the, well, two, the, the two best runs from our team were from Webster and, and, and Berra. Berra. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 A marauding run. Yesterday. The best pass yeah. yesterday was from our <laughs> goalkeeper. Yeah, um, that's true. Oh, that half volley goal yeah, kick, exactly. Lovely, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And then yeah. the second one, I think he was trying to take that, take a shot at, at Mick McCarthy. He was really kind of aiming with him for the ball. But <laughs> he had a good think about that as yeah. well, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Statman, a grade for Tom Lawrence. Yeah, I think a B. I think um, he, you know, he's he, he's gone off the boil a little bit of late, but he, he certainly sort of you know um, increased his tempo and you know the fact you know that that goal he scored at Sheffield Wednesday and stuff like that. I think he's really really exciting, but again, he's he's kind of in, in patches now. Oh, sorry, I thought you'd give me another bit of ground. That's your bit. It's not that stupid. We're trying to soften you up for the Mick bit. Um, David Diamond. Uh, yeah, I'll go with a, a B for him. I don't think I've ever seen anyone for a long, long time for Ipswich 
Um, be so quick running with the ball. He is lightning with the ball. But I agree with Statman. He, well, yesterday, I think tactically, he just wasn't in the game at all yesterday. But yeah, he's been a good, he's been a quite a bright spark, I think, this season. And um, sadly, I don't think he'll be our player for beyond, how, this, how long's beyond the, this season. How long's the loan deal for him? It's for the season. It's for the I think, season. you know, is whether a few ten, clubs will go for him. Oh, in, someone in can January. just buy that out, yeah. can they? Yeah, oh, okay. so I, whether that will happen in January, I don't think I'm it'll... sure we saw Nathan Dyer at Portman Road yesterday. Oh. A Swansea winger. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of, he was up in dress. He was up in my jeans. Has he got like his hair dyed red as well? And he's a really eye-catching guy because he's really small, isn't he? Yeah, weird. I saw him. I saw. I thought I saw him. Someone else said. I thought I saw him after. He said yeah, like, yeah. he had a shirt and tie on. Nathan like, Dyer is a left winger, isn't he? Didn't he play for Southampton in the? Yes. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Oh, is he another McGoldrick and McGoldrick and Bale? Just by that team, but Bale, I'll take. Lallana. I'm surprised that no one else saw him. You know, the way you described him as he was wearing a shirt and a tie and, 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 ge- and jeans uh, and, and red jeans, hair, flat and cap, and you red hair, little can't guy. Can't get the impression that he's about three foot six. He's not very tall. <laughs> I thought he, I thought he was from the Wizard of Oz. Was like, he was, hey, he was if, very short. If anyone else saw Nathan Dyer at Portman Road, yeah, then then so Lawrence out. I thought I saw Ronaldo there yesterday as well. And start that rumor. Oh, uh-huh. um, I'll go for a B for Lawrence as well. Um, so we're all quite high on Tom Lawrence. There we go. Positive note. Um, Dazelle, Graham Blackburn. Uh, uh, probably everyone would agree. I mean, I, I suppose you say a D, but we've not seen enough of him. He's definitely got potential to be an A, I imagine. Yeah. But you know, I'd still like to see him given more chance. Even see, I, we're doing so badly without him anyway. We might as well. You know. uh, I, I thought you'd put this argument, so I will. I, I'm going to refuse to grade him because um, not anything to do with Andre Dizel, but he's you know he should be in the team a, a lot more, and I think you know based upon the little cameo appearances that we've seen, it's probably a bit unfair to grade him, but he's got he's got great potential, great future. Yeah. David? Yeah, I'd agree with that. I just think perhaps he's still a bit lightweight just at this moment in time. But yeah, great potential. Good grade? Um, C. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll go with a C as well. Um, and the criminally misused Brett Pittman, who has scored when he's played, and when he's had a forward, I'm just sorry, well, I'm trying to bait you all now. Not when he's had a forward yeah. next to him. Yeah, but he played, he had a run of games before he was injured and didn't score at all, did he? And he I was, can I just, the caveat to that is that he was played one up front after Murphy had gone. I know, I agree. That I agree. is, like, I'm a piano player, that's like giving me a guitar. I yeah. just can't do it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There's two players, you know, this was a common theme, Pittman and Sears, and Ben will just not <laughs> yeah. have anything. Well, the same with Vardy. I mean, they hooked the ball up to him as well. Cause they've <laughs> yeah. But at least he's got, a, got a, he's got a leap and a bit of a build about oh, him. Oh, absolutely. I quite like Vardy, but even then, you know, he's winning balls and flicking it on to nobody. Cause, yeah. cause <laughs> yeah. Anyway, give me a grade for Pittman, Graham. Pittman, D. Statman? It's a bit harsh. I'm not a great fan of him. I think he runs like a penguin. And, you know, there are times <laughs> yesterday pee. when Robert I was like... Robert Pires used to run funny and he was awesome. So I'm not having that. Yeah, flat foot, Robert <laughs> yeah, Pires. Right, yeah, no just, real comparison. He used to drag his foot behind him, didn't he? Pittman. Like Kaiser Sose in the oh, usual yeah, suspects. That's right, yeah. Yeah. He probably, he would, uh, he would outrun Brett Pittman, I think, <laughs> in 100 metres. Um, I'm there's gonna, there's uh, a big spoiler alert for a film here. Don't say it. Right, okay. Um, it, Kaiser Sose isn't yes, real. Yes. Um, and sometimes when you look on the football pitch, nor is Brett Pittman. I think you know. Yesterday oh, he he, he, he played the he played the role of Daryl Murphy um, really really badly. Um, it's not his fault. Um, scored a couple of goals. I think it'd be a bit harsh to give him a D. So I'm going to go for a, a C, Graham. David Diamond. I'd probably go for a C. He's been injured a lot. You know, I think it's his first injury. I heard him talking on the radio the other day. His first injury of any note of his career. So. That's obviously at his age, what's 28, 29, it's going to take a bit out of him. So, yeah, I, I like Pittman. I think he's a, yeah, he's, he is a goal scorer, but he can't play up front on his own. I will 
also go for a C, although I think there's just there's just no point bothering. Play two up front, play someone off him. Mm. What's, what's the point, you know? Yeah. Mm. I've, I, yeah, I've kind of put my hand up like I'm in school here. So the people <laughs> who, are, who are listening to the podcast have got, there, no, I, got no idea, but... Um, what are, you, what are you tapping? Are you in are you in a spreadsheet or something there? No, yeah, I'm are you just, doing average I'm just scores? Getting or, some ammunition. No, he's getting oh, some. I'm about to take you on on Sears. Oh, Freddie Sears ammunition <laughs> before we all give him an E. I thought you were getting all moist there because it was a spreadsheet. When you were going, <laughs> well, that's oh, what I said. Oh, I thought, can I come round and help you <laughs> help you do it properly? <laughs> help me out with it. <laughs> yeah, he was. Whoa. He had his XL XL head on. Graham Blackburn. I need a grade for Freddie Sears. I know you're on my side with this. Yeah, I like Freddie Sears. I mean, it's not his fault. He's played out of position but he still runs it runs about and backwards and forwards like a proverbial yo-yo and I, I like him runs you can say he runs his ass off on this show can't you yeah absolutely um, runs his bollocks off bollocks off even but yeah he's, uh, <laughs> I like Freddie Sears he just has been played out of position I, I want to ask Graham about Scuggles just to try and get him to drop an F-bomb in audio yeah, I'll do it I'll, I'll do it when I can when I fi- find a way to fit <laughs> Scuggles in fit Scuggles in far, 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 far. thought you nearly went for it then yeah um Renegade stat man. Uh, what grade did you give him, Graham? Sorry, I didn't. Uh, who are we talking about? <laughs> Freddie Sears. <laughs> Freddie Sears. Oh goodness, uh, C plus. C plus. Renegade stat man. It's a shame he hasn't played this season, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, everything that Graham says. Um, like a B. Can I change that to a B? It's never a Just B, a Graham. B. <laughs> what are you on? No, C plus. C plus. No do. more beer for Blackburn, please. <laughs> um, He's help yourself, Graham. How many? So you, twisty toes, you're looking yeah. at your little um, stats there. So maybe you can tell me how, how many goals he scored the last calendar year. Oh God, three. Yeah. How three? many games did he go? He went about forty games without forty league games, I think, without score. And he's, um, you know, we all say about this, and you know that basically that players' style of play changes, and that they kind of adapt to what the manager wants to do. And you know, we spoke about him playing at right back, and I think you know when he first came here, he scored. He certainly in double figures in the, in that season. Um, but he hasn't really hasn't really shone, and you know, with without Murphy, we really struggled to have any sort of decent goal scorers. Freddie Sears, I like him. I think I'm a bit worried about Graham Sandway. I think he's great. I think he's. What did, did you give him a C? You gave him a C because you said gave him a C he plus, runs actually. back and forth and about a little bit, which I don't know about you, but I kind of expect a bit more from my forwards. Maybe like the. Maybe four or five goals. Well, in that, in the yeah, season. it sounded um, a bit naive. I, I, he, he, um, he, he makes. A, he, you know. See, I'm going to. Um, <laughs> don't <laughs> let him bully you, Graham. Yeah. Don't let him. Get um, off me. Get yeah. off me. <laughs> you wish. Um, so I think that um, I've got. Do I give him a grade based upon how Mick McCarthy makes him play, or do I give him a grade on based upon? I'm, I'm go How, for however C. you interpret I'm it. Give him a, I'm going to give him a C. He's a C is average, and that's what he is. See, oh, he's not no different to me after all. Yeah. Right, David Diamond, pop your beer down. Sears, yeah, Sears would be a C for me. Um, just what Statman said, how many games did he go without scoring? Admittedly, he wasn't playing in perhaps the position we'd all prefer to see him, which is up front. But um, works hard. There's, again, there's a footballer in there somewhere. As, you know, the first few games he was there, what, a couple of seasons ago when he played up with Murphy, excellent. Well, we all thought 100,000, we've got a right bargain. But again, that's, that's all been just squeezed out of him, hasn't it, again? Um yeah, I feel sorry for Sears, but yeah, I won't give him any more than a C, something like that. Yeah, I think just out of sheer sympathy, um, I just feel sorry for the guy. I feel sorry. Yeah. We signed him as a forward. He's playing up with Murphy. He's doing really well. We start last season as Pittman, Sears, Fraser. He scores in all of the first few games we lose to Reading. He's out on the right wing. Um, I think the goal things become 
a little bit dormant argument because you need to be comparing him to our other midfielders because he played midfield the whole time. He did actually record nine assists last season and the top in the league was judged with 11. So, And if we judge him against, say, Lawrence and Ward, the most is three. I think he's a victim of his own versatility and if he was a bit more of a prick and he said to the manager, no, I'm mm. a forward. Yeah, <laughs> S- no. Sell me. Play me up front or sell yeah, me. Good yeah, point. Um, I think um, we saw a Sombolonga for Forrest. He was told by his manager, play within the width of the 18-yard box, stand on the centre-half, run behind him. You see, Gray for, um, Gray for Burnley, his entire job, stand next to the big guy, run behind. What, what did he score, Dave? 27 goals or yeah, something? Yeah, got which is below Murphy. When pacey forward. Before. I just think he's criminally misused and I think in another team with another manager with a different philosophy um, if, yeah okay 40 games without a goal yeah, if I was being critical of Sears sometimes his final ball is he's dreadful. got nine assists red ball I don't care his final ball is dreadful I and think. he's still got nine assists so it well, must last, be pretty what, good to get last, nine assists last season it? talking this season we're talking this season yeah um, that's last season obviously that is last season yeah obviously. well this season his final ball is dreadful yeah and that, but that he's not alone in that Nudson oh my god Anyway, um, David McGoldrick, Graham Blackman. Oh, uh, I like McGoldrick, but he's been injured for quite a while, hasn't he? So he's still not back to his best for B, I would have said. Uh, on form, nearly an A. Renegade Statman? Yeah, Hart we, says... We agree. Yeah, we Hart, agree. Hart says that David no, McGoldrick gets an A+, plus, I think. But I think <laughs> it's you know, like based, me and Sears, yeah. Yeah, based upon the, the, the amount that he's played and stuff like that. But, you know... I, one of the reasons that I kind of drag myself down to Portman Road is to is to see him and, you know, technically gifted. It really frustrates me when I see him in our penalty area and, and, and tackling the, mm. their forward when it should be certainly our defenders or midfielders. But, um, you know, he's, he's kind of struggled a bit this season. I'm going to go for a rather harsh C+. David Diamond? Um yeah, I agree with most of that. Technically, he's, he's by far our best, our best player. I but think. come on, let's talk about end product here. What? Yeah, what? This I'd guy's say, a bit of a show. No, no, no. He what, looks amazing when he's playing. Hang on, it's me. Go ahead. What, go what, ahead. what I would say, um, right. what I would say about McGoldrick, <laughs> I just think he's, um, I just think his injuries perhaps are just starting to catch up with him a bit, and the pace, the little perhaps the perhaps a little amount of pace he did. I'm never blessed with searing pace, but the, the, the amount of pace he did have, I think he's lost a bit of that. And if you see now certain games yesterday and certain other games where previous seasons, you know, when he was fitted, drive, perhaps pick the ball up in midfield, drive for a goal and he'd leave defenders. Well, now he's not leaving defenders, which why he picks up the odd yellow card because you can see his frustration there, gets tackled, chases back, late tackle, picks up yellow cards. So That attempt to tackle he did yesterday in the, in the, <laughs> the second half. Oh, that's if, a, if he'd have... He'd have killed the player, yeah, I think, if, if he'd bad. have... If Where, he'd where's, have my, where's my excessive contact. force meter here? <laughs> Are we anywhere near our red card? Oh, for here we go. Here well, we go. Luke Hyam, Alan, Judge, Alan Judge debate. Here we where's go. Where's my rule? Um, yeah, exactly. Um, did think, we give him a grade, Dave? No, no, I, I think the goal is C+. Plus. Sorry, Statman. I was going to say, you know, where I sit near the near the tunnel, um, you get a good right. gauge of what you know, what people are like. And there was only two players that were clapped off yesterday, which was McGoldrick and, and, and Barr. I think there's just always the thought from the crowd... Oh, however, about this guy could do something. Well, he can. You know. Football's can. an entertainment business. Yes, you should is. know about that, Ben. Well, we, we discussed this at length. Football is it's sport, it's, but entertainment is a byproduct of the sport. And yes, people are paying money to sit and watch. So yes, I do. I mean, if, if you ask, sorry, sorry to yeah. cut across you. If you ask a fan, it's an entertainment business. If you ask a sportsman, they don't care. It's just winning. I think. Do you know what I mean? Now but, Williams, we haven't covered Williams. Probably won't. But now Williams is out. I think he's a one player in our squad that is perhaps Lawrence to a degree that is just capable of doing something and giving you something different. You know. He is just that, yeah, that sort of player. But yeah, more th- and more, he's sort of losing that a bit. But I think that's just down because he's lost some pace. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it, 
Leicester came in, you know, rumours a while ago to offer £8 million. And I think, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but perhaps we should have done that. We should have sold him. He we'd could have, have been, been a Premier League million. champion. He'd become a Premier League champion, you know, would have won the Euros with Ireland in, you know, France <laughs> this year. No, you're, you're and, right. Um, but now we look at it and he's, he, he is... Uh, He's not as good as he was, but I still think he's a great, great yeah. entertainer. That season he played, those few games when he first came, or maybe the mixed first full season when he played, it was games I remember, I think Middlesbrough and stuff. He was, uh, Ben hates this, but there were times he was unplayable. It's not possible. Well, he was. He don't was, don't use he a was. statement of fact to express an opinion. <laughs> it's, not, it's not possible. But he was, you know, with a ball with a ball landed around the box, he was just he would just lose defenders and he'd find the corner every single can I, can I, couple of games. No. <laughs> he was, he he was, but you know, unfortunately, he's just he's just lost that. He's al- he's always going to be injured now, and you know that's the thing. We're ne- we're never going to get forty six games out of him. No. Can I just talk about Bobby Petter syndrome? Everyone remembers Bobby Petter as being mm. great when you actually add up. Played about ten good games for Ipswich. Well, I remember Norwich and Man City away in, in yeah. the same week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, but, well, can we? I don't know if you make a note of this to come come on to it later in the in the podcast about cult cult heroes and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but. Um, the thing about Bobby Petter again, he was a bit of an entertainer. You know, if he got the ball, yeah. um, certainly that he'd be attacking the the opposition fullbacks and stuff. And um, you know, I kind of go back to Gus Ullenbeek and stuff like that. You know, Gus used oh, he was to an run, exciting player, run like he? a greyhound, and sometimes he'd actually run with the ball beside him as well. You know, <laughs> run always that, but <laughs> Terrible was, um, defender, but great yeah. to watch. And um, you know, you look at yesterday's game, um, the the way that they counter attacked, and the, and the I don't even know whether Fulham were that fast actually yesterday. But we made them look like they were all like... The ball um, moves faster ball. than yeah. any player exactly. stat man, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. And they move that ball quickly. Right, we've got two left, boys. Um, Leon Best, quickly. Again, we haven't seen enough of him. It, just as he started to look as though he's hitting a bit of form, he got dropped, predictably. Um, and he, yesterday, sort of... He was in a game where it was passing him by most of the time. He didn't get... He was working hard. I think he's possibly possibly one of our best strikers that are left at the moment, as in target man strikers. I don't think... As I have him and Varney, really. A choice if you're going to play yeah. one up front, you know, as a target man, it's got to be best or Varney, I'm guessing. But anyway, you want a pred- uh, thing I would see. Is that man? I was shocked yesterday that he came on. And then at the end of the game, when the players went off, I was shocked that I saw him on the pitch. Cause I, I forgot, <laughs> completely forgot all about him. He didn't really seem to do a great deal. Um, I think... You know the the fact that, that you, the fact that you mentioned Graham that he's sort of like Best or Varney kind of worries me about bigger issues at the club really about that we've got you know two. That, that's that's not the only way to play football but it seems yeah, to be that Mick right, yeah. wants to do yeah. it that way so, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, I'll give I'll give Best a D David Diamond I'll give him a D just total panic sign and when we lost <laughs> Murphy <laughs> just was. I don't, don't. I think we might see a bit more from Best. That's if he gets played. You know, gets it's just to me, he never looks fit. Uh, even yesterday, I don't think he looks. Well, he's been injured again, hasn't he? Yeah, Barely. and he looks like he's carrying a bit as well. To me, yeah. one left, boys. One left. Uh, Luke Varney, who you like, Graham? I like Varney only because he gives you hundred percent. And for a guy who's torn a uh, hamstring, um, what's it, Achilles, Achilles which bad. I've done myself, he can't half leap. Bad. Yeah, he's cred- better than anyone who's got two normal Achilles. Um, I like Varney mainly because of his work rate. Um, he was man of well. He played one half at Derby, and he just ran the game on his own because that was it. And they just kept feeding him the ball, and he was giving them all sorts of stick, and scored the winner. Um, C plus, I think. Statman, C, average. David, yeah, I don't mind Varney. I'd give him a C. Um, I met him a couple of times. Really nice bloke. Mm. Just just on that, really. Just gonna pick that one up. There we go. Yep. 
Yep, there it is. Well, it's hardly, <laughs> hardly Bono, is <laughs> hardly it? Hardly Bono, is it? Um, can I, I just I say... I met Bono once. Oh, go ahead, go oh, ahead. Yeah. No, I shook his hand, so... And that's why my hand's still got all sort of fluff and bubble gum on it, because I've I've never washed my hands since then. It was, it was 25 <laughs> years ago, but yeah, there you go. Um, can I just say, on the basis of a free signing with no club for a three-month deal for probably not much wages who scored three goals, he's actually been quite effective, hasn't he? He, again, was yeah, like another... It. Sorry, Graham. Sorry. He's another example of... Uh, my son and I went up to Playford Row. We don't live that far away to oh, cool, take, take a few photos with the, with the players and stuff, and... I was talking to this guy and I said, I, would, I said, you know, my son's keen to see the players, but, you know, to be honest with you, I wouldn't mind having a, having a selfie with, with David McGoldrick. And he went, oh, he's not here. I said, oh, you, you're kidding. And he said, no, he, he's just got injured. And he said, it's not sounding good. He said, but we've got, um, we've got a replacement in. He said, I'll let you guess. And I'm standing there with my son as I'm walking across <laughs> next to me. I'm like, Only not, me. not Luke Varney. Is this what we, we've got to? So he, he was a reach for, for um, McGoldrick. Yeah. And like, like you say, David, you know that um, Leon Bess was for, for Daryl Murphy. Um, Luke, have I given him a grade? Yeah, we, had some, we had um, some C. To be fair, he, 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 he gives us something. He scored a couple of goals. But yeah. I don't want to keep saying C, but I think this is where we're at. Average. Yeah, no, I, 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 average. I agree. I much prefer him to Best, to Leon Best, definitely. Okay. Um, God, that was tough, wasn't it? That why was not, tough why not Johnny Williams? Do you want to do Johnny Williams? <laughs> He's made of glass, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash bluemonday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Um, let's not do Johnny Williams. Um, right, I've got, I've got down on my running order, team going forward... Um, it's split into two parts, really. What do you expect to see, and what would you like to see, David Diamond? Well, between now and the end, of now and the- we've got half a season left. We're probably not going to get relegated, and we're definitely not going to get promoted. So, what would I see? So, the team selection going yeah. forward. I'd certainly like to see um, Kenlock in for 
so on the proviso that we don't sign another left back or something. So with the players we've got in this squad now, I'd certainly like to see Kenlock in for Knudsen. Um, I think the Emmanuel Chambers debate that ship has long sailed. That's never gonna never gonna happen um, unless well unless you said yesterday play three at the back, which is unlikely again. Um, yeah, I'd like to see with with the current players who's fit currently Brew in central midfield alongside Skews with Douglas or, or Brew or Bishop if if he's fit. With um, <laughs> Douglas, um, sorry, <laughs> Graham's just coughed up his kettle chips. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, um, for and then I'd like to see two up front, um, a combination of Sears and well, I guess with, if they're playing a target man, Sears and Pittman maybe if they fit with McGold. I'd like to see McGoldrick playing in, playing in, uh, you know, behind those two. Renegade Statman, or do you want to finish your chip? Do you want to go first, Graham? I, I looked at the stats on um, <clears throat> those were the days yesterday. Just cause I rarely look at them. Just the player stats. Most of them were under six, um, apart from Bart and um, Johnny, Jonathan Douglas got two point four. That's pretty much the lowest I've ever seen. So is that voted for by supporters? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I feel slightly outclassed here. With you, you all seem to like Douglas, but you know, uh, just look on there. My friends are on. Those were the days, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, although they, 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 they go mental every time. We're not saying he's Maradona or anything, no. but I think you know there was at one point yesterday where I think he he made a pass early in the first half, and there were there was like some ironic cheers. But I kind of oh, almost, the, the half volley over the top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> audible, but, there was an audible gasp where I was yeah. sitting. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's not Maradona, but I, I think you know he's. Unfairly criticised at at points. Um, we've we've discussed on our podcast. We'll come back to you. Sorry, your team thoughts. No, we've discussed on our podcast um, that Douglas symbolises all the fans' angst at Mick. That the fans channel their anger at Mick through Douglas. He's an older player. He does exactly what he's told. He's a very pragmatic player. He didn't cost any money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think he's the the symbol of what everyone doesn't like about Mick. And I think I do agree with Statman. Okay. He's not very good. I agree with you. Um, but I do agree with Statman. He's the way Ipswich fans channel. They're speaking to Mick when they're having to go at Douglas. Yeah. Am, I, am I right? Well, you possibly are, but you have to f- ask yourself why they're channeling Douglas. Why not someone else? He must <laughs> true. Be yeah, true. Yeah, there's there's always point. one. There's always, uh, there was a guy who used to sit behind me in um, Churchman's used to have a go at Fabian Wilness every game. And it's like, I yeah, bet yeah. you'd take Fabian Wilner's yeah. back now, wouldn't Absolutely, you? Absolutely, any of that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, yeah. Graham. Who years ago, this is true, years ago, I sat in the Britannia stand in that um, season after a great season, and this guy used to give Marcus Stewart no end of stick. <laughs> behave, you. Marcus Graham. Stewart. <laughs> behave, behave. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Sorry, Graham. What I'd would you say, like to see happening with the team selection going forward? I'd like to select Barcelona. That would be better. <laughs> um, um, I think you... I, I'm not going to pick positions because he swaps them every well he swaps them every five minutes during a game anyway you've got to start McGoldrick that's one one thing me and Statman do agree on mm-hmm. he's got, got to start I think David said he's got to start in the hole just behind yeah. the, the two yeah, forwards possibly. assuming that you're going it's to the more effective forward. now because yeah. he's lost that bit of pace Freddie Sears has got to start but he's got to be playing up front yeah. um, which means you've got one of Pittman Varney or Best Best so, I don't know uh, <laughs> I'll draw a line under that one um yeah, Ward I'd like to see start and what's his name? Lawrence, definitely. Um I'd love to see Johnny Williams start when he's fit, but not on the wing. Come back in May. Yeah, come back Close. in May. Yeah. That's the other thing, isn't it? It's the one thing. At least we're not gonna lose Johnny Williams in the window. No one's gonna buy him. 
Um, yeah, I agree. That it's the defence and the, the well, Douglas. I wouldn't have even cash the, converters. Yeah, he can go cash, but um, I don't mind Skews, But we just need one holding midfielder. I think um, Chambers, like Statman says, and like most of us, no, I don't even know that he'd get in a centre half now unless the two were injured. Um, but you know, he's a talisman. But days are numbered. But definitely in goal, left back. Knudsen has done better. He's not confident at the moment. Yeah, but Kenlock looks looking good. I don't know. And that's pretty much it. And then Webster in the middle with uh, Bearer, obviously. Mm. And Yeah, but Messi would be even better. Is that man? Yeah, he's Messi at the moment. You, see, you saw Messi, didn't you? I went to see Valencia play Barca. Yeah. That was great. Style. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you could get into our team? Did no, he run geez. about enough? Did he track the opposition's yeah. fullback? Yeah. Mick would pick Mick, him and leave him on the bench. Mick would put him in goal, wouldn't he? He put him in we goal. Shut up, shut up the deal, lads. Leaving Liam on bench. Yeah, he's not as good as Tabby. <laughs> Different class. Aye. Come on, him. As, as much as I'd like to disagree with these two guys, it, it's, it's quite difficult because we haven't got that many great players that you could kind of put in the team. But yeah, Jonas, I would just, um, he'd be off to mutual consent FC. First minute I was in the door, really. I'd get Miles Kenlock in there. Um, I'd, I'd like to see exactly like you said, David, two up front, um, McGoldrick just behind those, Freddie Sears. And let's not forget, we've got the January transfer window where Ian Milne promised us he would spend the whole £3 million. <laughs> Ain't going to happen because Mick's already made his And where excuses. would you fit free transfer loan Nathan Dyer in? Nathan Dyer? Well, I'll tell you what. I don't think it was. In. At, at, at three foot six, um, you know, <laughs> I, I don't front, think it's front, yeah. the one up yeah. front. No, next to Sears up yeah. front. Sears will play the big man role. And, and it's a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see his target man. Oh, brutal. to be honest with you, I think you know we've 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 got an all right team, and I think you know the the point that David said, and I'll, I'll keep banging on about this drum that you know Josh Emmanuel should be over the, in there over Luke Chambers, but I think you know we, we've we've got to keep that debate going. But I think if we if we had a different manager, I think with a different style of play, more adventurous style of play, we we have got the players, we have got for for want of a better phrase, we have got the weapons in there that can that can score goals and, and cause di- difficulties for the, the opposition and stuff like that. Grant Ward, Tom Lawrence, you know, Teddy Bishop when they're in there, Andre Dizel. You know, these are fairly exciting players. They've just been told to Save go Save that there. thought for the next segment. Okay. They've been told to go and play like they're deadly dull. Okay. Um, just, just one to raise. Second half, I've been banging on for 3-5-2 for ages. Second half, we had a 3-5-2 yesterday. So if you have Bart in goal, you solved the Chambers issue by having him... As the third centre-back, you have Chambers, Webster, Berra. Um, you could then put Emmanuel in at right-back, who's athletic, and he doesn't get exposed because he's got a guy behind him. Um, Knudsen, uh, okay, in the second half, he his starting position was ridiculously far forward, but I think he could learn that role quite well. Then in your centre-midfield, you can tighten up. If Lawrence goes back, you can play, I don't know, Skews, Brew, Ward, tucked in. Yesterday, we got McGoldrick behind... Forward. I don't know. I think if they can learn the three-five-two system, a la George Burley. Obviously, they did it terribly yesterday because I think it was like, right, I've tried everything. Let's just do three-five-two. I just think that might solve some systems. D- don't know if that's going to happen, but I, th- I think for the personnel, I know he's always. Oh, I'm Mick McCarthy. I play wide players, and then hasn't owned or has owned one in the last three seasons, and just borrowed a lot. Just play a tight, tight centre midfield and put McGoldrick off. Whoever, but I don't know. Like you say, Graham, he's tinkery, tinkery, tinkery. David, we've said it before. He always sets his sides up, whether he's at home or away, or no matter who it's against. First of all, not uh, not to lose the game. He's he's always to me. 
he's all, he's never really that proactive, is he? He's never. Forest Forest is a really good point where he's, he sets his side up to play against Forest. Said right, this is how we're going to play. Um, I don't care what happens, you know. But but that all goes out the window after fifteen twenty seconds. But how many times? How often does that happen? He, he, he to me he never. Yeah, he's got a plan. He sets his side up with a certain formation, but he never quite sees it through. You know, he always reacts rather than saying, no, this is how we're going to play. Let them deal with that it. That game against Forest, I thought, was a side that most fans would have picked. No, absolutely. Certainly the players. I, I agree, actually. Absolutely. But because of the 15-second disaster, he completely lost the plot and thought, I'm never going to play that side again, well, which is crazy. Which he did, we, we said before, which he did, you know, to a far bigger extent with far bigger impact last season against with a red in away. Top of the league going into that game virtually, yeah. wasn't he? First or second. He panicked for yeah. three months yeah. then. And, and red in literally, yeah. that, that <laughs> game, did, did, that game, red in had something like six shots six and scored shots five goals. Yeah, exactly. I think you, you know, said on your pod last Last week, that could have been a one-off, couldn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. For the, oh, definitely. No, for, you know, the so. worst thing that happened was then we went to Leeds. I don't know if you went and shut up shop completely. <laughs> one yeah. one, one nil win. Yeah. yeah, that's the worst thing that should have, that could have happened. Yeah. yeah, and that 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 basically was the was the season there and then really. Agreed. Yeah, no, um, agreed. Right, my next point. We've only got a couple left, so don't worry. Um, and we're going to go to Statman first on this. Is is Mick analysis and the the broader question of um, you know ownership and whatnot T- tell me your your read on Mick you know how he could improve whether he should stay whether he should go whether it's his fault go, go ahead Statman go on everyone else has just put their mics down here we go every, every, I often get criticised for, for being um, not a big fan of, of, of Mick McCarthy but Dave's um, gone for a shit yeah it's okay yeah <laughs> it's take, take the newspaper um, it's going to be a long one you've got yeah. a big book I can read <laughs> um, focus focus Statman um, this cool. I'll carry on. Sorry, yeah, sorry, man. Sorry. Yes, yeah, so, no, that's right. <laughs> um, you edit these bits out anyhow, don't you? No, 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 no. Oh, this cool, is funny. Right. Okay, I'll just funny. carry on. Then. Got a bit um, of pressure, stay there. Just yeah, keep talking. So, um, bit of personality in there. Mick McCarthy. Um, he's begun to annoy me. Um, over begun. a period of yeah. <laughs> Probably no. I, I was I was very happy, and of those people who want to go back and look at my tweets from November two thousand and twelve and onwards, and you know, I, th- I think he was he was somebody that we really needed at, at a time, um, but it it's kind of failed miserably for for me now. Um, I think you've got to you know look at the support that he's received from from Marcus Evans and stuff like that. You know, financially, he people say he hasn't got a lot of money to spend, but how do we know that he's decided to spend his Transfer chest on on low knees and and free transfers and inflated wages. I, I I don't know because you know the wages have certainly gone up. But Mick, he he's had his time. I think you know if 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 you look at the the stat I said yesterday, you know he's created a new record this year of um, twenty matches with, without without scoring. As you know, um, that's that's a new record for the club since since they started um, as a professional team. Is that right? Really? Yeah, yeah, it is right. right. You're not questioning me on air. I wouldn't dare question you. <laughs> no, I was actually um, shocked and uh, impressed with your stats. Yeah, there. no, it was, and, and the and the previous three seasons were were 19 in in 1917, 1971, and 1984. Um, and then some person, don't know who it was, on Twitter said, "Oh, well, that's quite interesting. That was Bobby Robson. You know, would would we all wanted Bobby Robson out if Twitter was around in 1970?" And I'm thinking, "Well, no, it's a bit stupid because Bobby Robson was about 38 or something like that. It was a rookie, young rookie manager." In, in the top flight of, of English football. This is Mick McCarthy, who's managed nearly 900 games. Um, he, he's kind of lost the plot, and I think you're right. You know, the Forest game, he's just kind of... He, he clutches at straws too much. You know, for me, it was one of the, the ultimate trolling of, of a manager this season was when 
Forrest decided to, the Forest manager took off Britis on Belonga when he clearly was on for his hat trick. And I think he was saying, there you go, Mick, you know, he scored two goals against you, but I'm going to take him off because I'm confident we've got this game sort of done and dusted and wrapped up. Um, so Mick likes his free transfers. Mick likes his favourites. I mean, it worried me a little bit earlier, Ben, when you were saying, well, what we need to do is, you know, kind of move into a three-five-two situation because then we've solved the Chambers situation. Well, I think that's not solving the Chambers situation. Let's just, let's just bomb him out of the team. You know, Mick McCarthy's been here four Remember years. Remember, that's on the basis that he's never going to drop him. Is what yeah, I, that's exactly. the caveat to and that, what that's, I'm saying. That, that's, yeah, exactly. I totally agree, you know, that um, we, we need somebody in there who is, is not going to have any favourites. And we, um, you know, it's not November 2012 now. We We need to move on and, all of these people who say, well, be careful what you wish for. and you Oh, know, I hate that. We don't have know, that on here. Some no. people who are like, you know, still it for, for Mick in, I truly do struggle to see what, what they what they think. You know, there was a guy on the radio last night who said, well, you know, he deserves a bit more time. And I think well, he's the 10th longest serving manager in, in, in the Football League. Um, he, he, he's time, his time's up. Um, Is there any kind of argument that behind closed doors he's... You know, like like they say about Arsene Wenger, like he's been told he's got no money and he can't spend. Is there any kind of argument if you knew in the background that he'd been told no, you can't spend, you're selling, you're selling, you can't spend? Would his attitude and his football still lead you to say, Mick out? If I was being paid a million pound a year like he was, then I would I would probably do the same. But I think you know the the issues are much bigger than Mick McCarthy. He's, he's not the right manager to get us out of this league now. I think you know. As I've just mentioned, he's tactically naive when when the, you know the, the game has progressed. Where where whereas he hasn't, but I think his hands have been tied. Um, you know, Marcus Evans really. I mean, the AGM the other day where they kind of come out with this three point plan, which almost to me seemed like Ian Milne was kind of plucking it out of thin air, which was things that most four or five year olds would kind of say if you had to say you know things that you would do for the football club. But we need we need some clear direction and some strategy, and things have happened at the club. For example, the. The, the training ground just up on Playford Road, up that way for those people who aren't looking up pointing <laughs> in, in that direction. Um, you know, that that was sold and that, that's gone to, to Marcus Evans. And why has he bought that? Because at some point he wants to sell that land to some developer so he can make some money. And I, I really don't believe that Marcus Evans is in it for the for the best interests of, of Ipswich Town. I did think that, you know, when it, when he first took over and he pumped some money in with Jim Magilton and stuff like that. And, you know, we, we bought David Norris and spent a couple of million pounds there. Um, then Jim Magilton, who you know really harshly was, was sacked, and I think if you look at his tweets yesterday, he's, he's gone yeah, in, in he depth about quite honest yesterday yeah, about that. And you know Roy Keane came along, and I think you know ninety nine percent of people who probably would have thought, hang on a minute, we're going somewhere here. You know we've got a manager, we've got Simon Clegg who's come in. You know this guy from the British Olympic Association, which clearly now when you think about it, thinks well actually didn't know anything about football, but you know we we had him and Roy Keane who's. You know, got Sunderland promoted and hoped to get us promoted in Big one name. year. Yeah, um, and I thought you know things were were on the up, but it's gone badly wrong. And, and whether Marcus Evans is, you know, people say oh, he's had his fingers burned, and you know he gave millions and millions to Roy Keane. Well, he didn't. He, he gave him millions, but you know he didn't really incredibly splash the cash. And I think, well, you know, what what does he want to do? Does he want to get us promoted? You know, something has to change because at the moment, you know, fifteen years in the in the championship. You know, the, the manager kind of making the same mistakes week in, week out. You know, the team consistently being in the championship. I think you're right. We're not going to get relegated. We're not going to get promoted. Um, you know, I always said that when Mick McCarthy came and took over from Paul Jewell, that he would keep us in this league. Um, 
but I meant that season. I didn't mean like you know for the rest of time. And I think that's what's going to happen. You know, for the rest of time, we're probably going to be a championship squad because what we're doing is is one step forward, one step backwards. David Diamond. Yeah, agreed. I think he's taken Ips. He's taking the team as far as he can, as far as it will go un- under him. Really, um, tactically, I agree. Tactically naive, um, very set in his ways. Very, very rigid, very rigid formations. Um, but he's, yes, his hands to a degree have been tied by by the owner who clearly did invest in the team under, well, maybe not so much Majin, but certainly under Keane and to a lesser extent Jewel, um, who in turn made some pretty poor purchases. Um, so consequently, I mean, you know, from what I'm, from my reading of it, it costs him something like five, six million a year just to keep the, the, the club afloat. Um yeah, he's quite a wealthy man, but he's not a he's not a Thai or he's not a Malaysian billionaire, is he? So, I you know I don't know. For for me, it's it's only in recent weeks I thought that it's it's probably the lowest point, the lowest I've sort of felt about the club since I've been a supporter, probably honestly. And that goes for the, you know under you know the ninety four ninety five that dreadful season when we got relegated. But look what happened there. You know, first season, all right, we didn't get in a playoffs, but the highest scorers in the whole of football league, Matthew and Marshall. You know, um, it's just yeah. I'm, we spoke about being indifferent. The other purgatory, the, the, yeah, yeah. The, no it's, man's it's land. Not great. Yeah. You don't you don't particularly look. Yeah, because we go, we got season tickets and we go, but you don't particularly look forward to it because it's just same old, same old, isn't it? I'm not expecting any more Friday really. Do you, um, think, do you think it's any different, Graham, to you know the the John Duncan years and like you say in in, in the mid nineties and stuff? Because for for me, what what happened then was that you were able to you know get on the sorry, what was you looked you at David and you, you said Graham? Graham. Oh, right, sorry, yeah. Beautiful radio, right, you can't um, see. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at David and addressing David. Graham. Apologies. Yeah, um, David, do you think it's any different? You're coming um, in a minute, Graham, just yeah. yeah. Go on. Um, when you know you look at the John Duncan years and in the, the mid '90s, that actually when things weren't going that well, you felt that you you can make a little bit of a difference when you were a fan chanting on the terraces. I and think so. Going think, on the pitch and stuff like that. I think you're right. I think it's just there is it's, it's just some apathy down there now, and that comes that just comes from the performances on the pitch, doesn't it? It really yeah. does. Um, For me, one of the biggest issues, and it really, really annoys me, is, and I'll, I'll pick your kind of favourite, Luke Varney, is, you know, Luke Varney comes on, he, he, he does, or actually, he starts the game, does quite well, wins a few headers, maybe puts himself about a little bit. 67th minute, he usually off. is about then, he, he goes off, and the number comes up, and then I look around me, and there are these people like who are, who are getting up and clapping like demented seals, like Cristiano Ronaldo has just scored a hat-trick within about five minutes. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I don't accept this kind of level of mediocrity, which is what we've kind of got. And I think there is a kind of, there is a level of apathy where people think, I don't care. And there are other people thinking, actually, we've really got to get behind these. So they just kind of clap anything. And I, I think... Um, that's my biggest concern. I think it's everything. I think it's just the brand of this. This is the brand of football that we're playing. I mean, you know, even under, so obviously under Burley, going back twenty years, fifteen years, whatever. Under you know, under Burley. Oh, sorry, twenty years when when Burley first came in. Which I think I did that. I do this stat, uh, not stat. Sorry, um, this day from that little book I've got, and it was it was in like ninety four, ninety ninety four. I think today that Burley was appointed. So what's that? Twenty wow. twenty odd years ago. Um, yeah, the football was always. You look forward to going. The football was always good, perhaps because there was better players, better players in the squad. I don't know, but you did look forward to going down because you always thought, yeah, hey, I'll turn it on today, pull out a result. But now you you tend to go down now, just expecting, very ambivalent about it all, just expecting something. I I 
said on the pod last week, I expected yesterday. Looking at their midfield, I just expected how it was going to be. Little did I know that Williams is obviously going to be out in return of Scuggless. <laughs> well, I'm... Or Scuseless. I think, you know, when I... Oh, Scuseless. Yeah, when good, I... Yeah. When I went there yesterday, I was thinking, i tell you what, my son was like, I don't want to go, don't want to go. And I came down and I thought, I'm really going to get into this, you know. I can't turn up every week thinking, oh, I can't wait until the 95th minute to say, Mick, out you go, you've you've done your time. So I really, really put my heart and soul into supporting the club that I've supported for a long, long time. And they gave me nothing back. They gave me nothing back at all. And I think it was about 25 minutes and I said, you can't hear anything in the crowd. And, you know... There's been many debates about it, but the the club, the the team on that pitch yesterday didn't give us anything to get excited about, and hence, you know, mm. in the 68th minute or whatever, there are a chance of we've we've had a shot and stuff like that. And there was people around me leaving on 70 minutes yesterday when the second goal went. 20 minutes to go, or 12 minutes to go, that was. Graham Blackburn, your Mick McCarthy well, analysis. Well, have you woken up? There you go. <laughs> um, no, I agree with what Stat said about four hours ago about. Uh, <laughs> I was only halfway through before you cut me <laughs> yeah, off. I know. About, no, but about uh, the, the actual playing staff, the, the players, I think, are better than the ones we had when we got to the playoffs. So there's obviously something wrong there. We've got more skillful players. Um, going back to why we're not spending money, I, I talked to Ian Mill. He drinks in my local, which is quite handy. Um, and he says, well, a lot of the money goes on, like, again, what Stat said about, Statman said about um, <coughs> high wages, getting your Johnny Williams in your Lawrence's in because they're good mm. players and you'd have them in the side wouldn't you so it's sort of a, a swings and roundabouts thing you know people want him to sign players but then again you'd have to you wouldn't have your Williams's and your Lawrence's and things like that in well, there, if so. it's anything like the property market if you if you rent you pay more than if you actually yeah, that buy is, there probably. is that but it, I mean if, if, if it's to try and get yourself into the premiership which doesn't seem likely at the moment then you can see why he's doing this but then I also get the impression that Mick quite likes the fact that he's you know having to duck, duck and dive, bop and weed, yeah. or whatever the analogies are to boxing. And uh, it, rather than say, well, yeah, Mick, that's 10 million, go and spend it, and then he messes up. He likes, he quite likes pushing back against yeah. sort of adversity of it and all. And if he was he? to get the sack tomorrow, say, that he, that's the first thing he'd say. He'd say, well, you well, know, my hands, hands were tied, I did be best. Got but you I in think the playoffs, yeah. yeah. But I think these players are better than the players he got in the playoffs with, so something's wrong. It makes you wonder whether there's something, you know, they always say the morale is great, but... Uh, no, I'm not do, sure. Oh, yeah, and you get from the players, from the players, um, the, some of the the, <laughs> the players' reaction. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the players just don't. To me, don't look don't look particularly that is up the thing, for it. Isn't it? That's noticeable, isn't it? Yeah, because I you could, so. when we got to the playoffs, you could tell the players are all 100 percent behind him. Yeah. Um, but now you see, and like Statman said again, you, you get someone come on, and they're not exactly sure where they're meant to go. Or like you said, wasn't it, Ben? You know, you look down from above, you can see what the layout is and you sometimes think what's what's going on. But then yeah. who, would you know. you, who would you, this is always the ongoing debate, who would you get in? Well, Dave, go. <sighs> you know, I don't know. I mean, Rao, I mean, Rao, it's a case in point. You you quite liked him. You always said about Birmingham. You know, yeah, I like, I when like he Rao. joined, I mean, when he not, joined not Birmingham. not that much different than But Mick. probably not. They don't concede a go. Who else is out there now? Pardew's out there. Is he going to probably... I hear Marcus Stewart is working as an assistant. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bristol, uh, Bristol Rovers. Rovers. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I... I heard that I was I can't remember what I was like in the in the Chinese. Who's the man in Clark? 
Daryl Clark. Yeah, he's well Clark. rated. I, I, yeah. I don't care if he brings Marcus. He's Stewart well rated. Yeah. Oh, no. oh yeah. I tell you what, I went to With the Shefky thing or something. Yeah, Shefky and Herman. Yeah, I went to the thing at the Dove the other. The I thought you might have been there. I didn't see you there. With Butcher and Burley the other week and. I know still bigging up George Burley about someone saying, George, why don't you come seriously? Ian Milne was there as well watching yeah. on and someone said, George, you could come back and be our manager. Couldn't Clearly in love still with the town and that. Yeah. But obviously that ship has long since sailed probably, but I don't I, know. I, I, mean, I don't know. Um, I think a younger, yeah, just a younger, a younger manager. I don't care who it is really. Well, just look at, so look at how Huddersfield play with yeah. not much better players than we have. They play very fast, well, very, I don't know. I think very they got compact. They've got, they got one or two quite good players there, really. But yeah, he's... he's, he's How many of their good. players get in our team? Uh, Moy. I think Wells up front, Moy in centre mid, I think three or four. Kachunga. Yeah, three or four, uh, yeah. Uh, no, probably more, actually, when you look through the team. But yeah, I don't know. He's a case in point. I think a younger a younger manager with a little bit more appetite. Yeah. As yeah. you said, as Statman said, you know, McCarthy, what, 900 games, he's seen it all, done it all. He's, he's all ambivalent to it, but... You know, he doesn't mean that much. But you know what I'm trying to say, you know. Yeah, yeah. Come in there, it. You're a young, hungry manager is what I'm trying my, to say. My mate said to me as we were walking out of the game yesterday, he said, um, what do you think if we took Alan Pardew? Now, <laughs> I, I have a very special word for Alan Pardew, oh, which I won't you. even say on this radio show, because I can't, I can't stand the guy. with C? Um, could well do. You can't even <laughs> say, you can <laughs> say that. Has, that yeah. word has been told. No, we, we bleep that one. I know we bleep and, that um, one. I, that, was, that was Ben once. <laughs> I, I said I'd, I'd take him any day over, over Mick McCarthy. I think um, I, I kind of would like a, a younger manager um, who likes to play the football that I was kind of brought up on and I, I think, yeah. you know, you know, realistically over the last few years and actually, um, you know, we, when we think about Paul Jewell, even though we were absolutely dire, he did try and kind of play football and I think, you know, Mick has tried this season to to um, give himself a software update, you know, version 2.0, which is, you know, remove, <laughs> remove the, the hoof ball um, bug that he's had and he, he's he's tried, but I think... Um, yeah, I remember being in the Chinese or whatever, and this guy told me, started talking to me, and oh, I just heard he said that um, apparently we we're interested in the Bristol Rovers manager. He said Marcus Stewart is their assistant, and th- th- I just heard that and just fell in love with that. But you know, <laughs> Gus Gus Poyet with, with Tarico, another one. Yeah, it worked. Gus Poyet's a bit of a loose cannon. Ben is getting he? mildly. Yeah. Ben is getting mildly. Oh, he's Tarico with him. He's getting yeah, moist with him. Yeah. They're very yeah. they're kind of emotional. You know, Poyet's. Well, Gone back. Yeah, so I do like the Bristol Rovers, though that that double act would be fine, yeah. wouldn't it? Blimey. And this goes um, back a little bit to you know when I said, can you add it on the on the list? And I, I don't know where we are on the list, but I'm just going to jump we're in right now, at but, the end. Yeah. Um, cult cult I heroes. Hope. I think you know one of the biggest issues I have at the moment is that we ain't really got one. There's there's no sort of cult heroes, some sort of player that we all get. You know, Bart's fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but he doesn't fit into that mold. No. Well, literally, the only thing is yeah. Chambers does the huddle and the fist pump. Yeah, but no one thinks he's any good. Yeah, what yeah, does he no. say in the huddle? Does he say right? I tell you what, the ball's going to go into their midfield <laughs> when they put it forward to left back. You yeah, know, it's you just hoof I it anyway. What, you know? I wonder what he said in that huddle before the Forest game. Oh, yeah, God. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. Can I just throw a quick one out? We've in the last uh, twenty years, we've seen Watford, Man City, Norwich all go down another division and, you know, win a load of games, fill the ground back up, come back stronger. Given that we're not looking at much chance of getting promoted this way, is there any way possible that actually being relegated right. would actually improve the atmosphere down I there? think we'd be a Portsmouth. I, I couldn't see it. I can't see it. Yeah, we might win. Would we? I don't know. I could If we were relegated, I could see it being another Coventry Portsmouth, seriously. Sheffield United. Um, yeah. But no, I like that, Ben. Kill or, kill or cure, that's what it will do. 
Um, I think, you know, the likes of Norwich, Southampton and Manchester City, um, I'd rather see us play in, in League One with the likes of uh, Ben Yu and, and Dazelle and McDonnell and stuff like that, mm. um, instead of the likes of Douglas. And Tom Lawrence, is, is, as far as, you know, how good he is and, and Johnny Williams, these aren't our players, you know. Um, let's have some players. Are we all okay there, Ben? Yeah, just, just got a rumbling in my ears, don't worry. All right, okay, that was me talking. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'd, I'd rather see that and kind of take my chances because at the moment, what's happening? Nothing. Well, where, where's it? Like I said, where is the next generation of fans coming from? They don't want to go down the ground. I, I think I agree with that. The only chance, the only chance that the younger players, like you mentioned, like Ben Hughes and Dazelles and Manuel Kenlock, to a degree, are going to get is if we got relegated. Yeah. Graham Blackburn. I don't know. Oh, it's a, that's, a, that's a risk, isn't it? Yeah. Going, honestly, uh, I could see Like I said, I could see that going the other way and find the younger players. Helped, but helped some clubs, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah but I'm not some. sure we've got currently the infrastructure that those clubs We need have. to put a statement on the case as to those that, say, the last 15, 20 years, those that have gone down. Bounce back ability. Which ones have backed back. But, but yeah. bigger... Bigger teams that have gone. Yeah, the bigger teams yeah. that have come. Down. If we can still call ourselves one, yeah, of, well, yeah, we can't one of those. Really, right, we very can't quickly, because we are 80 minutes into this magnificently long podcast. Um, all I've got down for the last thing is expectations for second half of season, Graham. Well, I put a bet on us to get into the playoffs a few weeks ago when we were doing so bad. I thought it can't get any worse, but it has. So, uh, so you've got a good price. Yeah, it was like 10 to 1, I think. <laughs> right, I thought uh, you'd have had Leicester odds there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but. I don't know. I still think we can. I think we, like Statman said earlier, we have got the players, but whether McCarthy can sort them out or, and whether they've got the morale now, they seem like they're not happy players at the moment, don't they? And that's that's going to be the trouble. Statman, expectations for second half of season? If we stick with Mick McCarthy, 16th, here, here we come. I think that's where we're going to be. Um, where are we? 58? What, what? Yeah, we're on 28 points at the moment. Oh, 56. So 56, yeah, yeah, yeah. And over the last 12 years, it's averaged at something like 16.9 places where, where you'd get if you had 56 points um, but I kind of briefly hold on to the hope that in 1997-98 in we actually have got more points now than we did that season and we, we finished with 83 because we had an absolute <laughs> great run but let's be honest we didn't have Mick McCarthy then um, and we had we had a, a Neil Gregory and Nicholas and Goodmanson yeah, now, we front, signed, yeah. now we signed David Johnson yeah, yeah, oh exactly, my yeah. god and, uh, oh, he went on to score 22 yeah. 23 goals and I always remember that, um, you know, it was at 1.1 million from Ber- Berry or whatever. Yeah. After um, losing to Stockport on the Tuesday, Burley out, Burley yeah. out. Yeah, the Brett Angel. Uh, yeah, Brett Brett Angel. Angel yeah. yeah, and I think the trouble is, you know, the, the transfer windows and, and how, it, how it happens now kind of impacts on, on, on team seasons. And then, you know, Burley thought, gosh, I'm, I'm, my back's against the wall here. I've got to, you know, get a big signing. And he, he got David Johnson, whereas... We kind of have to wait until January yeah. and then, you know, people say, well, actually, you've got 31 days to buy him if you want. And if you don't, then you can't buy him. And I think the, the, the pressure's on. Um, to be honest with you, I think it's going to be one step forward, one step backwards. And it's going to be a game of poker between Marcus Evans and, and Mick McCarthy to decide when Mick goes off to Mutual Consent FC. And you think that game's probably been going since the Rotherham game? Yeah. Yeah. But let's be honest, if he's on a million pounds a year or whatever and he's got 18 months left, that's a million that's and a, a half. That's a point you raise quite a lot, isn't it? Walk? Why is he going to walk? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, and why would you, and why, you it know, cost you a lot it, to fire him? Yeah. Well, this is my view. This is what I, I would like to think would happen. Is like, like, Okay, tell you what, Mick, million and a half you're owed. You know, will you take oh. take, take, a, take a million, 800,000 or whatever, you know, yeah. and you can go now. And then Mick says, yeah, all right then. Then I'll stick a caretaker manager in. Yeah. Then I'd put a full-strength team out against Lincoln. We'd absolutely wipe them off the park because they are in the conference. We win seven or eight nil. 
real confidence there. And then guess what? We get drawn again at home to no, take the beer away from. <laughs> um, we get drawn at home to Manchester City or Chelsea or whatever. Assume the club doesn't budget for the fact that they get to the fourth round. We're at home to a team in the fourth round. We suddenly bring in half a million pounds worth of gate receipts. Well, that that money Pep's that we at the paid ground off, with yeah. Man City. Pep exactly, goes. Yeah. I want a bit of this. Yeah. There's something about Pep Guardiola I like. I don't know if that's what he looks like. Is it the like. appearance yeah, thing? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just, uh, David Diamond, expectations for the second half of the season. Um, with Mick in charge, I don't think, I think I agree with Stat and, uh, and Graham that I don't think it's going to get a whole lot better. So, yeah, mid-table obscurity. Boys, um, are we going to see any of the young players coming in? I think a lot of that will perhaps depend on the January window. Um, reportedly, he's been promised some funds to spend. Apparently, the Murphy money did, did was that touted about that he would have yeah. to spend in the January window. Um, but as Stat said, you know, January is is tough. Sometimes you pick up nuggets like we picked up Sears the other year for yeah. for bugger all, hundred hundred thousand or what it is. Um, yeah, I'd I'd like to think like like you that mutual consent. You know, he's owed eighteen months on his contract. He agrees to take a year or whatever and. And he, and he goes and next two games uh, every every week I say this on the pod the next two games are against the real cl- the teams in the division who are the real out of form sides QPR sorry Bristol City and QPR I think if we don't pick up what a win and a draw in those surely yeah. surely something's got to happen to be honest with you that and, surely and that's the bit that kind of yeah. sorry Graham the bit that frustrates me when I you know different internet forums and listen to this podcast and Naked Footy Show, the number of times that I hear people say, well, he's, he's got to get four four points from the next two games. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was one game where it was, um, this was a must-win game. I was against Rotherham. Mick McCarthy said it was a must-win game yeah. where we, we drew with a, a, the 95th minute equaliser, David McGoldrick. And guess what? All of that seems to have been erased from history. I keep kind of mentioning it, saying, hang on, that was a must-win game. And it, it wasn't. So why did Mick say it was a must-win game? And we drew. What? Why was he saying it? So no, he's he's long overdue. Yeah, yeah, long overdue. He's got to go. Marcus Evans is he's got to grow some and just pull the trigger and say thanks, Mick. I, but we've got to move on. I also think surely, surely now is the time that Evans himself has got to put himself or whether that will ever happen, I don't know. But surely now, more than any time in the what eight years he's been in charge of the club, you know, he's owned the club. He's surely now got to come out and show himself and and either back him, you know, either you know give some support for him, say why he's backing him, or or when when the deed is done, he's got a he's got to come and show himself. Surely. Well, Just yesterday was the was the first time because the thing you know, with David Sheepshanks, and for all the the great and bad, whatever people think that that he done at the club, at least you could stand there and chant Sheepshanks, oh, sort I, it out. Sheepshanks, he was a figurehead get, of the get club. your checkbook. I remember game. standing in Walsall. He was walking around the. Stand oh, answering everyone's yeah. questions before yeah, the game. Yeah, okay, we were high high flying. Then, I know but for yeah. a fact that he, he's Evans. Or I know I don't know if you're going on to say this. That he's got a box at Portman Road, and I don't think he's attended half the games this season. A bit like this flat. Yeah, a bit sort of neglect, neglected. And yeah. I'm not sure the boardroom's got a leaky carpet. I'm not sure it's a wet patch on the boardroom floor though, Ben. Well, gentlemen, we've gone a very long time. Do you, do you need to add anything there, Graham? Can't remember what the question was. Ben. <laughs> Expect- <coughs> expectations for second half of the uh, season. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I think I still think there's an off, off chance of getting in the playoffs if we really hit a bit of form, simply because there's so many teams. You know, it's the first eight teams, isn't it? So two and then six. 
two and then four, sorry. Six teams. What are you talking about, <laughs> Stato? Hang on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on. And there's four bottles. There's four, there's four bottles. There's four bottles there. Has he had them all? Have some quality street. Start the whole thing again. I like the idea. So what you're saying you is we of, extend no. the playoffs to include <laughs> two, two, two wild cards. Top 18 teams. Flip a coin. I still think... We're going to average four points a game for the rest of the season. I still think they're within reach, but he's got to... Well, whether he's Do here or not. Do you honestly think... That, that's just deluded, Graham. No, I know. I, just, I think it just, is deluded, but I, I still think... Like you said, they've got the player. Their players are better than the ones they got in the playoffs. So there must be something going on. Mm. If he can sort it out, maybe. No, it's, it's the Daryl Murphy thing. Yeah. That, that was. That was. I think that was a bit of a misnomer because of Murphy. But I, well, yeah, so Murphy I hope you're right. One, I hope you know, you're right. He had one great season, but apart yeah. from that, you know, we, we kind of say we miss Murphy. But you know, the season he's before a we goal, scored he's a yeah. twelve goal a season striker. Yeah. Other yeah. than well, that, well, what had he done at the beginning of the season when he was playing? Not a lot. Yeah. Against Norwich, as you say, got an assist against Barnsley in that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right, yeah. gentlemen, this has been beautiful, if slightly long. alarming at times and long. Graham, where can we find you on Twitter? Uh, at Naked Footy, and still. tune in every week. <laughs> Unless Twitter's <laughs> been closed down, yeah. tune in every week on Wednesdays for the Naked Football Show. Statman, where are you on Twitter? At, at Chomp Times Three or at Chomp X Three. I mean, one of the things that you did ask us to do. Ben at the beginning was to think of a song. Yes, okay, okay, okay. So I don't want to, you know, and I've been thinking really hard, and I thought, don't get to this bit and then don't do it. <laughs> okay. So my, my song is for for Mick McCarthy, and it's a, a Smiths classic, which is um, I started something I couldn't finish. David Diamond, where can we find you on Twitter? At David Diamond three. Can't think of a song at the moment, but I'll give it some thought, Ben, over the next few days. My name's Benjamin Bloom. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Thanks for listening. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.